I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey folks, this is Doug, general manager of the Central Florida Ghostbusters in-game and game master and showrunner of Ghostbusters Resurrection. It's been a long time coming, but all through October, we're unleashing new episodes of Ghostbusters Resurrection Season 3, Fear Itself. We're so grateful for all the support during this long, unscheduled hiatus, and so glad to finally continue the story. That's continue, not conclude. There's still a ways to go, and we're hoping to get the rest of the season completed ASAP. But more often than not, life and day jobs have me locked in a metaphorical capture stream. But we're going to get there. It's the craziest adventure we've ever been on, and the night's only just begun. On behalf of myself, the Central Florida Ghostbusters, and the Nerdy Show Network, we hope you'll enjoy these new installments, released once a week, every Thursday throughout the month. These episodes were first released via the Omniverse slash Nerdy Show Network Patreon. As soon as we have finished shows, they go straight to our supporters. And that's going to be the case until this season is completely wrapped. Patrons will get them first, and as soon as we have enough to do either another event release like this, or a regularly scheduled release, we'll release the new episodes publicly for everyone. If you'd like to get in on that action and support us, head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow to chip in. I'm also really excited to announce that for the first time ever, we have t-shirts! Head to nerdyshow.com slash gbshirts to be directed to our tea Public store and check out our Goo Man Group shirts. These, of course, commemorate the team's European tour, with all the stops listed on the back. And it comes in both Ecto Green and Psychomagnetheric Pink. It was designed by a fan of the show, Joe Eats Zombie. We've also got a shirt featuring a haunting Druden illustration by our regular series artist, Matt Tasm. One more thing. If you happen to be planning a trip to Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, Florida, the entire GBR crew is making a pilgrimage out there on November 1st. So hit us up on our socials at GB Resurrection, and we'll see if we can stage a meetup. Thanks again for all the love in our offseason, and please don't hesitate to reach out. In the meantime, stay fit, keep sharp, and make good decisions. Ghostbusters Resurrection is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Visit nerdyshow.com support to learn about our Patreon. Or give a one-time donation. And if you'd like to open your own Ghostbusters role-playing franchise, head to gbrpg.com. Last time. Yeah, so last time, you guys had busted the Druden at Animal Kingdom, had brought it back along with all the other Drudens so far in the mobile containment unit, you dumped them into the regular containment grid at the firehouse. The dark matter generator was destroyed in the fight with the Druden at Wakaiva Springs, so that's out of commission. You decided that the next course of action should be to go to the airport, because that's where other reports were coming from that, and also after that would be the VAB. 
you decided before you left to take the Ecto-1, the uh, Land Cruiser, although it had a little bit of damage on the front from being pounced on by the last Druden at Animal Kingdom. We're also bringing the truck as well. Yes, you're bringing the truck and the motorcycle in the back. Uh, Briggs was driving the Ecto-1, and I guess who's driving the truck? Josh, I thought. Yeah, I think it was me. Okay. The Ecto one's um, in not great shape. Let's be honest. Like you, it took a hard hit. Oh, uh, yeah. nothing a little like... TLC won't fix. Yeah, let's get it. That's a Toyota Land Cruiser joke. <laughs> you can open the hood, get a get a get like a rubber oh, hammer and bang it out the center of it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Book is still at the firehouse with me and with Alan Friedman, and we're still pouring over all the notes, trying to figure out what the heck's going on, trying to give you guys updates. So you guys are on your way to the airport. Mr. Book's going to radio in and just uh, and get every, everyone can listen in. You know, it's it's on the line. He says, so I've been thinking um, all, all the, the Druden that we've been seeing so far, they have to be going to these places for a reason. So w- when you're there, try and figure out what would tie a Druden to a location. There, there, there needs to be some kind of reason what, why they're all at these specific locations. It's too much of a coincidence. Ley lines. I got it. There's magic ley lines running through the earth, right? He says, well, I, I, I do have a map of ley lines I'm looking over. Uh, nothing is giving a pattern as of yet. Nothing is over any major ley lines. Major ley lines would be probably further south in Florida or further north. No major ley line really cuts through Orlando. Why would they all be in central Florida? It's the happiest place on earth. They're drawn here by the happy. Yeah, the, the Druidin won the Super Bowl of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, where are you going? We're just going to this dimension. Where are you going to go next? Uh, well, he says, let's think about this. We've got Druidin that were sighted at the Botanical Gardens, Wakiva Springs, Animal Kingdom... Sounds like there's one at the airport, which is why you guys are going there, and it sounds like there's something really bad happening at the vehicle assembly building. And there was a massive PKE ping in uh, Casadega. That's right. That's right. Mm. I'm looking at it on the map. There's no pattern visually. There's no uh, shape. Something about these specific locations. I, 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 I'm running out of ideas on, on, on where we can try to predict where the others might go next. Earth, fire, I mean, wind, and water? It's, it's all been uh, one of, like, Plants, water, right. um, animals. animals. I'm going to hazard the guess and say that the one at the airport is probably going to be air. air so at, at some point, space. <laughs> space. What, what would be at a vehicle assembly building by the space coast? The Fire Nation. Everything, Everything was fine until the Fire Nation attacked. Yeah! Hell yeah. yeah. That's where we, I was about yeah. to go. I was about to go. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything that would put out more fire in this area than the shuttle's engines. He says, that could stand to reason if the PKE of a certain area is devoted to a particular element of some kind and these are elemental beings, that would totally make sense. What's in Casadega? Yeah. Earth? It's like the center of, uh, it's, like, it's almost like yeah. a commune of all these psychics and fortune what? tellers. Wait, that's a real thing. We need to bust this place anyway. You guys didn't know about this? No. no. Never heard of it. Okay, so, like, wait, are Mr. we talking... Mr. Book says... Someone read the books I've been giving you guys. Thank you, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where, where else where this is, is going to go, but I'm going to start looking into some history and see if I can dig up what these other elements might be, and maybe we can preemptively figure out where these other ones are going to go. There was well, a lot it's of hard, because with their powers combined... Sam Hain. <laughs> or, or, I mean, potentially, I don't know, void mind? If it's like a concentration of psychics? Look, if there's anything of, that's a void of minds, it is a psychic camp. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. So are you saying I'm going to fit in perfectly there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you set up with a little shop of your own. He, we just you're going to retire? We just keep yeah. his blood sugar at like 70 and he mumbles at people. <laughs> <laughs> zombies, zombies, zombies coming. Butts and the zombies. <laughs> 
Tell us more, wise one. You're running away in fear. My God, the prophecies come true. I'm just gonna sit, clap, and laugh. Did we ever get confirmation that initial zombie outbreaks that we had in the woods oh, at the golf point. course, that that was contained? We called in reinforcements from the police, and they... And they, they said they were going to lock it down yeah. until, un, until like, and the morning. When you said yeah. golf course, I was thinking about the mini golf incident, and I'm like, those were golf balls, not zombies. <laughs> <laughs> they were not contained, so... I love yes. how we have a mini golf incident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Whitewood's there. Can you, you just like no like, Whitewood's back at police headquarters? Right, right. Can Mr. yeah, because people Mr. died there. Yeah, remember um, we had a shootout with yeah. the cultists. That's right. Uh, somebody book Mr. Book, and I'm on the line too because I'm there. It's on the radio. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. If you can just it. look, if you can follow up with that, yeah. yes, I'll just yeah. say, look, I'll, I'll try and contact the police, follow up, see if there's anything else that they need. Otherwise, uh, you guys do what you got to do. Let me know if there's anything you need from us. Let's go. Okay. And uh, and I also uh, radio in after that, just saying to specify when you guys get into the area of the airport, head towards Terminal B, because you guys are going to be flagged down and driven up to the control tower where they're going to meet with you inside. With that, which car is leading the way? Ecto-1? I, I like to be the first one in, and the first one dead. Okay. Uh, you got sirens. I second that. <laughs> As you make your way towards the airport, the road is very empty compared to what you would see on a normal day. Um, there's a couple of security uh, vehicles with the lights on, but no siren going. But they're but they're waving you in uh, to this like si- taking off a side road after you go towards Terminal B. You pull off a side road and you're pulling up to these other buildings. And of course, there's the the main control tower. You park right outside it. Um, and they just say, "Come on up. We're uh, we're, we're going to speak with you upstairs so you can get in." As you go up to the top, you see the the big 360 view of the airport. Everyone there in air traffic control is just frantically working because this is an emergency situation. So a uh, man in his 50s approaches you. He introduces himself as Harold Clark. He is the chief of operations for the Greater Orlando Aviation Authority. And he says that there's some kind of monster in the sky that was attacking uh, some aircraft. We've landed all that we could. We've redirected all that we could. We've had a couple people stick around who are just not listening to our calls. I don't know if there's a radio problem or if they're just flat out ignoring us. But this this creature that's out there has grown in size from when we first picked it up to where it is now. And we haven't seen it for a good maybe, I'd say, 30 minutes. So I, I, don't, I don't know where it is. Uh, we don't pick it up on radar. We've only gotten glimpses of it. Uh, but it, it is very large and it is openly attacking any aircraft. Anything that makes too much noise or like if it's on the ground or if it gets uh, of a, you know of a certain height so we're just trying to keep everybody calm we've locked down the airport we have at least four to five thousand people inside the airport you know they're getting a little restless but they understand there is an emergency situation do you need anything from us what can we do to help all right so like um, i imagine the flight deck is clear they, yes. They, oh, every, every, okay. we've, everything is clear. We have jam-packed all these planes into this close to the terminal as possible. We had people get out onto the tarmac and run in. Like we've, we, we evacuated as fast as we could because there was something attacking. There was a cargo plane. It was a, I believe it was a military cargo plane that was off uh, on, on a side hangar that was just, you know, taxiing out uh, right when the attack started. Thankfully, no one was killed. There were a few injuries when this thing just came out of the sky and ripped right through it. Uh, it must have attempted to pick it up. And uh, the wreckage is still out there because they've just they've just fled the scene. What is it? I t- like I said, we haven't gotten a good glimpse of it. It is it has very large. It has very has wings. It appears to have uh, large clawed uh, feet that likes to grab things. Beyond that, we're not quite sure. It's very dark. Uh, we shut down all the lights out there. Tried to keep it as quiet as possible, and, and thankfully we haven't seen it uh, because of that. Guys, this airport rocks. <laughs> God damn. So, 
you said that it's growing in size, and so currently it's not visible on the radar. Mm-hmm. But has it been visible on the radar at all? We've gotten weird signals. Uh, right. Nothing that could determine the size. Uh, we would get blips that would uh, give us a direction and speed. But before we could really get a good lock on it, it's just in and out. It's, so the perception of it growing in size is strictly from what you've seen? Yes. This thing has been attacking anything that's making noise, even if it's on the ground? When we first originally had sirens, we had uh, first responders out on, onto the tarmac. It would come swooping out of the sky, trying to grab things, um, the bright lights mixed with the loud noise. I, I don't know. So uh, we're going to go make some noise. I think it's the return, time for the return of the uh, Goo Man Group. Goo Man Group. <laughs> All right, um, guys, suit up. I'll say uh, at about this time, one of the air traffic controllers, uh, you're hearing is some sort of commotion happening where he seems to be arguing with somebody uh, on the line over his headset, and he's just like, "Negative, you're not clear to land. You you must stop. Like this this we're we're on complete lockdown." And you know, you can hear on his headset this uh, someone's yelling, but they don't sound angry as much as they're just being like loud and annoying. And finally, uh, he. Uh, the air traffic controller just throws off his headset in frustration. He's like, he cut me off. And uh, Harold goes over and he's just like, just what, what, explain what's happening. He says, it's the Gulf Stream that's out there. He's demanding that he's going to land and uh, he's cut us off. I think he's coming in for a landing. We don't have any landing lights on or anything. Uh, he sounds like he could be drunk. Fucking Branson. <laughs> Harold, uh, Harold uh, seems to, by his reaction, seems to know who he's talking about. And he quickly turns to you guys and says, okay, this is a guy, uh, this is... There's a guy who flies his own private jet. Every Halloween, he likes to go up and have a mile-high Halloween party in the sky. And it gets a little bit toasted, uh, but we can never really do anything about it. But now it appears that he's going to take matters into his own hands. I'm going to try to uh, get him on the radio to get him to, to divert somewhere else, but I, I don't think it's going to work this time. So he gets him back on, and they are, they're calling him by his call sign. And you can see that he's sort of rolling his eyes as he says, Big Money 69247, you are not cleared oh, for landing. Uh, please please divert to... Uh, to he's going to give him the... Ex- ex- he's going to take him to the executive <laughs> nice. airport. And he comes over the speaker and he's just like, Fuck you! And he turns and he's just not responsive after that. Everyone in the control room doesn't know what to do. So he's going to say, Turn on the landing lights. Let's just hope for the best. I guess what airstrip is he coming down on? Which which runway? Well, if he's We should probably be. get out there. He says, you probably have a couple minutes. Uh, based on his trajectory, he's coming down 18R. That's about two miles long. So if you you better you want to go, better go now. You, it'll, you'll, you'll see it. It's the only one with the landing lights on. Cool. Let's do it. Let's go. As you guys are about to leave, he says, if you have any uh, radios, put it on channel two. And uh, you, you, can, you can hear us try to talk him down. Let's go. So uh, who's riding with me? Who wants to ride in the uh, get first attack mobile? Um, Am yeah. I driving the van, like the Astro van? No, no, no the, truck. the truck. So the truck. Oh, the truck with the, the motorcycle. The I, super I, I can do that. Sweet. So, uh, Nina, you with me? You want, no, you that wasn't be me volunteering. Okay, so <laughs> Nina and I in the, in, in the Land Cruiser. We're gonna, no. We're going to ride <laughs> into danger. I guess I'll nope. go. I'll go Land Cruiser. Okay. So Briggs and Wall in the Land Cruiser. Yep. All right. And then cool, we'll, you want to get some bugs in your teeth? Yeah, I'll take the bike, and you guys can take the uh, You're going to pull the Tom Cruise and Top Gun as it comes landing down, just on the motorcycle. All right, you head back down. Get in the vehicles. Again, they open some of the gates. You cross over like a small bridge that, you know, we're normally where the trams are going. You get out there, and just, there's just a clear path all the way. We need to assuming. stay on one of the auxiliary runways on mm-hmm. the side because of yeah, you're on the auxiliary runway right before you're, you're, in fact, right where a couple of the landing lights have come on. You can see the lights all come up, you know, all, all along the runway. Uh, you don't quite see him yet, um, but you're in position. Now, do you need, the, like, a ham radio or a walkie-talkie will work? We do have radios in the, in the Ecto vehicles. We could definitely communicate over those. Like, what's the weather like? Can we see up in the sky? So it's, it's, cloudy, it's, right? it's overcast. It's, it's pretty overcast. cloudy. Yeah, okay. yeah. We've, we've got, got, we've got goggles. Uh, we've got goggles can see in the dark. Look, God eyes. 
I command you to the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. man, go for it. Are you are you are you inside the vehicles? Are you gonna get out of the vehicles? Oh, I'm gonna stay inside the vehicle. Oh, there's I'm no point to get out of the vehicle. I'm gonna do okay. a uh, PKE sweep just sure. you know for for funsies. Mm -hmm. Thirty-four. We mean with the night vision goggles, you so you wouldn't want to look at the bright lights. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking at the lights, so I am looking up at the sky. Yeah, it's just like kind of like a, a broad sweep. See if I see. Yeah, looking up at the sky, you're not seeing anything really. Nothing that would suggest that there's that there's something up there. You start to see a small private jet come into view. It's going to line itself up with the runway. It looks like he knows what he's doing mostly if he's just a little, kind of a little wobbly, but you're not panicked about it just yet. It looks like he's coming in. This might be another an, another minute or two. He's broken down through the clouds, so he's on his way in. But otherwise, you look looking around, you don't really see anything. Oh, this place is clean. Nothing but jet. Cool. I'm going to do just a little sweep with our PK. Sure. Neat. 36. You are definitely picking up a signal. It gets super strong as you aim it back towards the control tower. And in fact, right on the control tower is where you have the strongest signal what, like by far. What, mm. like, what PKE are we looking at? Like, Druden level class six. Class six, okay. Oh, uh, man, is it like on the side of the tower? I go, hey, uh, Wall, uh, looky over that away. I like look at the tower. The tower seems to be blocking, bulging out from the side of it is like this is a weird shape that's glowing very brightly. This is going, this has to be the Druden, and it must be on the other side of the tower. The tower is just blocking and full of cement and metal and everything's going to be blocking out of you. It's like a weird sort of cocoon shape. Ah, uh, shit, we're fighting Mothra, guys. Oh, um, mm. Hey, who has the radio? I want to grab the radio. I'm like, hey, um, guys, you need to shut the radio off. You guys need to get down on the ground and very quietly get out of there now. You telling this to the people at, at the yeah. control tower? Yeah. Seriously, move quietly on your stomachs out now. You hear him repeat. He's just like, uh, guys, the ghost are saying we got to get out of here. Just drop it. Just leave it. You hear him like you're telling people, we got to move, move, move. And you hear him like talking to him and it sounds like they're making their way out. Uh, Harold, he says he's going to remain in the tower, but everyone, everyone else is gone. And if he's feeding for anything. So, okay. <laughs> that was a ghost die I rolled by itself. Um, so I'll say at this point, um, the private jet is coming in. It's getting it's getting lower. You're starting to hear it very clearly. And while you're looking at the shape that's behind the control tower, you see it start to undulate a bit. Two very large leathery wings unfold and start flapping down in huge motions. Cue Fantasia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these massive leather wings flapping, just blowing some trees with each you know with each flap. And this thing unhooks itself and takes off, and you're looking at a what appears to be a giant bat, a bat-like creature. Mike, what are we dealing with? Uh, it's it's a giant bat. Okay, so guys, um, I have nothing. And as it lines itself up with you, like starts coming head on, you feel through the vehicles and through your own bodies what would be like the giant speakers in the beginning of Back to the Future. If that were to play dubstep, <laughs> like oh, you feel God. it just ripping through you. No sound, but you just feel a <laughs> and you can see the windows of the of the Ecto one and the truck just <laughs> vibrating and shaking with each of this. So I'm gonna roll for Mr. Druden as he makes his approach. Oh, hey, that's a lot of dice. Yeah. That is a 37 for the Druden. So he comes over your vehicles, and he's going straight for the plane. So go ahead if you want to take right, a no shot time now. time for noise. So yeah. 24 and a ghost. I have 19 and a ghost. 17. Well, Nina, since she didn't get a ghost, I'd say that's good enough to hit because it's swooping down close enough, and with a proton pistol and everything, you can get a pretty good aim. 
I'll say with Wall and Pool, you both fire at the same time. But as you both fire up into the air, the streams are pretty close, but the, you have a cross-stream inhibitor that prevents it from just happening like that. But I'll say that that affects both of your shots, so with that you do get a, a decent hit on it, but I would say it's probably closer to the feet, maybe the back of the wing, not really a solid on the body. But uh, with that, it's going to go right up to the plane, and it's just going to uh, wrap its clawed feet around the fuselage. And its wingspan uh, is, is much bigger than this aircraft. Uh, this particular Gulfstream has a wingspan of 63 feet, or about 20 meters. It looks like the wingspan of this creature is maybe twice that. Uh, it is huge. In fact, do we have a visual aid? Oh, no. Gonna. Oh, shit. Well, fuck that thing. Whoa. And of course, as it will dig into the fuselage, it's going to dip its snout inside and try and dig in there and try and get all the juicy innards. Its powerful wings will flap so hard, it just starts lifting it up into the clouds. You hear the engines straining. Uh, they start to smoke and fire, and it disappears up into the cloud coverage. <laughs> so, um, so, like, we can't do anything about that. There's what Our proton packs don't have that range. Hey, Harold. He says... Yeah. Do we have a hel helicopter? Yeah, do you guys have a helicopter? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, we can get one. Okay, we're driving over the helicopter right now. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Fast, fast, fast. It's an emergency. People's lives are at stake. Yeah, yeah, there's a big yeah. bat. Big bat. He says, okay, where do you want it? You want it on the... Just on we'll, wherever, wherever we where are. Where is it? We'll go to where it is. I mean, it's going to have to come from outside the airport and meet you. Oh, okay. So yeah, this thing is just presently preoccupied. Yeah, that's true. Okay. He says it's going to probably take 10 minutes. We don't have much choice. Yeah, I can't. Mm. We can. Well, no, no, no. get back on the radio. I'll say big, big money, sixty nine, twenty four seven. Do you read? Um, it, we can. <laughs> where, what direction? Is it? Big money. I'm, not, I'm not sure if he um, does. During this time, <laughs> after it disappeared up into the clouds, you see a big yellow flash in the sky, followed by a loud pop boom, and pieces of shrapnel start to rain down big on the tarmac. Big money, no. <laughs> So a gray goose label floats down from the sky <laughs> while I'm saluting with tears coming out of my eyes. We should make for cover. Hangar. 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 Yeah. Those Real. are going to be in the opposite direction, yeah. away from the airport. But, I mean, there is one, and you can see way over there, that's where it appears the wreckage of the one cargo plane that was cut in half, but there is a hangar way back over there. Sure, we'll go there. I have no other idea. Okay, you start driving out towards the hangar. As you drive up the runway, behind you and off to the sides, you can see pieces of plane landing, smoking, and everything. Some of it's a little bit on fire, but you make your way over to the hangar. And uh, there are some people in the hangar, like the ground crew that would usually load planes and stuff. They're there wearing, like, you know, their vests and stuff. And they're just scared shitless in the back. They saw that whole thing, you know, and they saw that you're, you're coming over here now. But they're just they're out of your way. We'll just have to wait for the helicopter. Just hang out. Yeah. Parachutes. We didn't bring ours. Do no, they have of course any? not. No. Do they and have they will not have parachute. You don't want to parachute out of a helicopter. <laughs> no, but if the helicopter... <laughs> <laughs> but if you pull it while jumping out, the down... We're the down the helicopter. <laughs> we'll just push your, your parachute onto your face and you'd fall. <laughs> Now, I was just thinking, besides noise, what is something else that bats sort of respond to? Mosquitoes. They love them. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you think that weird wub, oh, wub, 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 wub was its echolocation? <gasps> That's what it was. Holy shit. Good call, Pool. Because you're thinking about, about, about it a little bit that? more in terms of bats um, than e maybe. Echo I mean, like, echolocation oh. does fuck with echolocation. Light's not going to do anything because no. we can't generate can't that. Me. Sort of, if there is a way to distract its perception of where noise is coming from. Well, I'd say inside a hangar is pretty good. Maybe we could turn the siren on inside of it and see if it'll come and open it like a tin can, and maybe we could blast it. I almost feel like this is a job for the military. 
Just shoot it. <laughs> just put like a proton pack at the end of a warhead. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, so you can hear the helicopter in the distance making its way over. He was instructed to keep low and come in hot. Sweet. So if you, you you can hear it approaching and you can kind of see it coming in low and this guy seems to know what he's doing. We got to make a decision. Yeah, figure okay, out what you want to well, do. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Echo location. The bat will focus. The, sh- helicopter's, the helicopter's coming in? It's coming yeah. in. It's almost here. Cool. Right. We'll hop in and fucking zap people. Well, I'm thinking about it. That thing could take us down in just one swipe. If we're just standing out here, it could take us down. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's, but... It's, we're not protected from it in any way, no matter what. But I'm f- more comfortable with my ability to dodge on the ground than static in a helicopter. All right, the helicopter is landing. Okay. Outside so, the hangar. Well, I mean, we're not just going to leave. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the problem. Is we, we've got a job to do. People depend on us. All right, so what, what's what's the deal? Like, I mean, I, I kind of... Agree. <laughs> Get in the helicopter and fly away. You <laughs> 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 go to the beach and wait, nope. wait it out. Wait well, for the, you find a problem wait for this phone. whole thing to blow Whatever. over. <laughs> I'm, I don't know, man. I'm usually super about... I don't give a shit. Let's you go call do... the helicopter, and right, it's here. Right, it's on the right, ground. Right. Well, regardless, I'm glad we have it as an option. Yes. Start, it's it's running and the propellers are going. The and pilot gets out and he runs over, you know, and he comes over. And it's, it's loud and he's like, "All right, well, what, what, what do we do, guys? What do, what do we need?" All right, give me this guy's background. What's his, what's his deal? Does he seem like he's 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 snake shit from Vietnam, or <laughs> I mean, is he a rugged veteran? Is he is he James Cameron's helicopter pilot from Terminator Two, or is he Bill Burr first day without his instructor, or is he McCready? McCready's rock solid. He seems to be pretty serious. It's uh, he's not he's not wearing a civilian clothing. He looks like he's in a kind of like work suit, like a kind mm. of he's he's in, he's in coveralls. The coveralls are a little dirty, like he may be working on an engine. The way he came in real fast, uh, low over those trees, makes it seem like he knows what he's doing. He, he, he didn't falter on the way in. You yeah. ever you ever fly in combat where you had a gunner? No, uh, I, I flew in the air force, but not in combat. Well, all right, figure uh, it out. Let's combine plans. So why don't we have one of the cars with the siren in the hangar making noise? And the helicopter ready to fly by, do flybys with whoever's ready to fire at it. Yeah, we just need to pull this thing down and have some kind of way to like chase after it. We don't need to go up into the clouds. Well, it's big, but we got tethers. Yeah. So let's see what we can do if we get it. We got to get to the ground. Well, let's try. I'll say the helicopter's been running this whole time, and you're going to start to feel these vibrations rippling through your body. And even over the sound of the helicopter still sitting outside, the metal covering of this hangar just vibrates in time with the ripples uh, going through. The helicopter is kind of like a giant mosquito. Okay, well, Nina and I need to stay on the ground because we need to tether it. So who wants to get in the helicopter? Mike and Josh, then I I can stay on the ground. Yeah, I'll get in the helicopter. All right, so I'm going to wheel get the Ecto-1 inside the hangar now, and you guys should get in the air. All right, Nina and I will be on the ground ready to fire tethers to try and... Keep it in place. Get in the helicopter right. with Josh. So I guess I'll sit in the Ecto-1 and just rev the engine and be on this loudspeaker making as much noise as I can. All right, so you're talking to the pilot. He says, all right, man, my name's Omero. Follow me. So he, so he leads you in, and uh, he's like, what are we doing? He, he really doesn't know what we're up against. Oh, yeah, I'm going to explain it to him. Like, there's a giant bat thing that's flying around uh, killing people and eating planes. Uh, and uh, it's a ghost. So we're the Ghostbusters, <laughs> <laughs> and we really need your help. Where are we going? Just up? Yeah, just up. <laughs> so he's like, buckle up, I guess. And he just he, he seems worried, but he trusts that you guys are professionals. So, you know, he's uh, <laughs> joke's on him. Yeah, yeah, I strap myself to whatever safety harnesses they have on the uh, ice. It is, it's open on the sides, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, yeah, I, I hook up immediately. Are you going to maximum buckling? 
Maximum buckling. Okay. I'm gonna loop my foot through like a bag that's on the floor. <laughs> <I'm not sure>. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna start lifting off uh, and starts just taking you just straight up until you want to you know he's looking and you guys are looking too. But while you at least have your goggles. Yes. Yeah, and I got I got uh, I got my walkie. I'm just gonna be relaying what I see as okay. I see it. Meanwhile, in the hangar, what's going on in the hangar? Nina and I are just on the ground. I guess at the entrance of the hangar, ready to tether. Uh, because you're kind of splitting up and you're both making a noticeable amount of noise, uh, I'm going to just roll for this to see what attracts it. I'll say evens, it's the helicopter gets attention, and odds, it's the uh, hangar itself that gets the attention. All right, so it rolled three. As you guys are up in the helicopter, Amaro, he's just like, uh, I think I see something. <laughs> and as you look off in the opposite side, sort of where Wall is, you can see with clearly through your goggles, it's coming around, making a banking turn, and it's going to seemingly go under the helicopter, because you guys are pretty high up at this point, and just go straight for the uh, open hangar doors. As it's coming towards the helicopter, can I fire off this, a pot shot boson dart, see if I can get it to... It will be land. coming directly under you, so yeah. Yeah, oh, so sure. I should have... Do I see it as well? Sure, Hope yeah, I have yeah, enough yeah. of an angle at it. Josh drops a trap. <laughs> 18. As it's, it's about to come under you, you feel a little bit of the vibration through your body. It swoops under, and just as it's like... Not directly under you, but as it's like right under there, you just got it's taking up most of your view. You just fire a shot and you hit it square on the back. Yes. And it does seem to kind of let out a screech like a little bit, like like, like you, 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 you socked it one pretty good. And then if it's going to continue on the other side and forge, you're going to take a shot. Fifteen. That would be enough to hit it because it's coming under and it's you're, you're, you're on your side. You can see the open hangar and it's coming down towards it. You can hit it right as it goes under you. All right, I come on over the radio and I go. We got it pretty good, man. It's coming your way. And I'm just like. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Nina and Poole, you guys are standing inside the hangar just towards the front. You have your slime blowers and you have proton pistols. You can clearly see it's coming down, mouth open, wings out, full full blast. So now, now is the time to do something. This is like something out of Dark Souls. All right, yeah. I'm going to tether the ground in front of the hangar and try and get the second part on the uh, monster. Oh, okay. Nina, what are, you, are you using slime or the, or the proton pistol? I'm going to try and do the same thing as Paul on the other side. Okay. 19. And 12. Both of you can easily hit the ground uh, on the side. <laughs> um, with a 12, I'll say that as it's coming down, uh, you can get like maybe like the, the front flat of its of its wing. But it's not really, it's not that good of a spot, but it's, it's okay. Uh, for Paul, you had a, a 19. It didn't quite sail through the air the way you were expecting, and it kind of hit it on, on like the shoulder where the where the wing really meets the torso kind of thing. Each of you just roll four regular dice to see the strength of the slime. Oh. I wish that hadn't happened. 18, 20, 23 combined. Really? Yeah. Combined. This was literally 46. Double. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you hit it, you know, and but as it comes in, uh, it comes in down low, mouth open, and it actually doesn't look like it's going to go into the hangar, but you guys are starting to uh, kind of like lean out of the way because it's coming in full force. At the last second, it pulls up just enough so that its jaws clamp down on the front of the hangar and feel a line. Just ripping the roof off in a, in, a, in a straight line and just zooms away and the slime tethers snap like no problem as, as, it, as it, makes, it makes its way. Man, around. this thing sucks. What if we, uh, you and Nina get into the uh, Ecto-1 with me, I drive around again making the noise. It seemingly have some portion of his attention so we can maybe get it to follow us and you guys can just tether its wings maybe together while it's I don't, flying. I don't know if tethers are going to work on this thing right yeah. now. I gotta be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, um, like we could hit it but the strength is going to be the problem so... 
Okay, how about we do this? I'm gonna hop on my motorcycle. I'm gonna turn the siren on, make all the noise. You turn your siren off and you can follow behind me ready to shoot it as it's coming towards me. Cause I can look in like my mirror and I can move a lot faster if it's coming down That's towards true. me. All right. And you guys can- Nina, you get in the ecto with me. In the zone. Okay. And you get your proton pistol already. Gotcha. So up in the helicopter, you guys saw all that happen in one motion. <laughs> the, and I walkie. rip it open, and you can see the Ecto-1 down in the hole, you know, uh, and this long line that was ripped ripped, ripped apart. Makes a little sad. I walkie uh, Josh and tell him that I'm doing that. The, all right. Well, uh, I let the pilot know. So what What do you tell the pilot? As, as I look, uh, uh, we're going to be following the motorcycle. And I shut okay. my lights down and siren off and whatnot. Yep. Uh, pilot, he starts to maneuver around so that he's hovering over the hole, facing forward. If the motorcycle were to leave, leave the hangar, sounds good. Comes down fair, walls, fairly low. I'm just, assuming walls keep him watch. Yes. He was like, oh, and I've got my goggles on, so I can see in front of me. If uh, the pilot, he, he says, uh, "Can you just keep an eye on our six because uh, that thing went off in that direction, and if it comes back, I, I'd like to know about it." No. <laughs> <laughs> Ecto one is going to be behind him. Or are you going to stay? Uh, no, I want to be behind him, but I'm going to follow at a decent clip completely dark because he's bait yes okay and I, I all lights are off everything's dark so, so cool you you straddle off. the bike and uh you kick the lights on and the siren and you start screaming out of the hangar the guy's up in the helicopter you hover you see him go he starts going right down the auxiliary run, runway onto the main runway you're going fast helicopter is hovering and waiting uh wall if you want to take a look yeah, 27 yeah you would see you see he's definitely coming around like he did leave uh, off uh, over the marshlands. He has since turned around. He is coming back, and it seems that it's working. It's making a, uh, a line for pool where you guys are sort of still over the hangar. He's coming in from the side, trying to line himself up uh, over where pool is, and pool's cooking. He is going. You can definitely see the shape moving uh, because it's a sort of overcast, you know, overcast night the against the clouds. Peeling away around clouds, it or something. Clouds are like a really dark kind of yellowish amber because of like streetlights and stuff like that. Right. So you can definitely see a silhouette. Now, uh, so he's out there. Are you you're gonna you're gonna drive out after him? Of course. Okay. So you you start driving after him. A guy, a guy's in a helicopter. You want to send him to go right after after Ecto One? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, in that case, so Amaro he rolled a twenty four for his helicopter piloting skill. So he's like, all right, hang on, guys, and he just dips it forward, and you just start going real fast to try and get up behind this this thing. He's uh, it's hard to read because you guys are in the back on whether he's like actually terrified or not, but uh, he, he he's coming up on it pretty fast. He is sort of behind it because the bat is coming down. You're kind of rising up to meet it. He'll pull you guys. He's like, you want to get over it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he brings it up over it. So you're, you're at a pretty good position. You're like above it uh, and behind it just enough uh, where if you want to lean, you have to kind of lean out, but you can take a shot. All right, cool. Tuck your ears in. I'll spend three brownie points. Oh, my God. You're you're me right now. That's disappointing. Holy shit. I have 12. 31. LaForge fires first, and with a 31, you just nail it, like, at the base of the neck, and it, in mid-flap, just flinches and lets out a a screech of pain. And with Wall, I would say that the way you had it timed, you fire, but just the wings flap, and maybe as in a response to its flinching with LaForge's shot, it just goes under the wing, the sails passed, and hits the ground behind Poole's motorcycle, where you can feel an impact and maybe the heat of it hitting, but just kind of the wheels kind of for a second, you're still going forward. This is exactly how I wanted this to play. All right. So, meanwhile, Ecto-1 is uh, peeling. You've peeled out of the hangar. You are uh, in line. You can see the helicopter took a couple shots and hit it. 
It's swooping down. Uh, I'll say this is another, before the combat gets to the bat, this is your guys' last chance to try and hit it before it, it does its roll. Do I need a roll to drive? You, do I? If you want to get Nina into position where she can shoot. Okay. Nina, hold on to your butt. Damn, my driving is good. Holy shit, your driving is really good. Ooh. Hey, Nina, if, you wanna, if you're going to take a shot, go ahead and get your dice ready, so we'll... Uh, 44. Damn! <laughs> so, all right, so go ahead, Nina. He's got you right in a good spot. So, yeah, pistol, boom. Straight up, like, right on the stomach as it's, as it's flapping over. But it still has to make its move now on, onto the motorcycle. Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, John? I know. That's uh, 50. To dive bomb onto the motorcycle. All right, I'm spending three brownie points. For dodge? For dodge. 44. You, you can feel the, the waves rippling through, like whoop, 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 speeding up because more waves are hitting you because your dodge was unsuccessful, so it does hit you. Okay. The brownie points required to stop this would uh, either give me two traits or four brownie points. All right, I'm going to do the traits. I'm gonna lose two muscles. As it comes over, just under to scoop under you, it's gonna just bite the back of the bike, like right on the, the tire, and you can just feel it back end just being lifted up, and you start to tumble forward. You've got your helmet on, and you're gonna just go sailing across the concrete uh, runway here, uh, and you're gonna go for a little while <laughs> until you finally come to a stop, uh, and it hurts pretty bad. Meanwhile, everyone else can see as it just lifts the motorcycle off into the sky, and it's just gonna just try and take it up into the air and try to eat it. Ecto fun, we hardly knew ye. Um, real quick, I'm driving really fast behind him. Uh -huh. You see this happen. And then I just, I kind of park real cool next to pool, I go, get in. <laughs> get in, loser. <laughs> We're going busting. Sorry I, about your bike. But, oh, by the way, I give him my proton pack. So you're hurting, and uh, your jumpsuit is definitely got some holes in some places, like on the elbows, knees, and on the back a little bit. It's going to be tough for you to get up, but you can at least. They're going to open the side door for you if you want to climb in. Do we All have right. some sort of medical kit or something? And I'm sure there's a first aid kit in the car, but we'll have to deal with that after this giant monster's taken yeah, care of. He, I'm trying to apply a band-aid, goddammit, slow down. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to keep mobile. We just, we're just sitting targets, so. So if it swooped down, picked up the bike, and went this way... Rather than continuing to follow it and head towards where people are, why don't we turn around and lead it back towards the hangar? That's a good idea. And then we know it's going to be coming from that So start direction. to give chase yeah. a little bit? Yeah. yeah. All right, so you turn it around. You start heading back towards the hangar, uh, and you can see that it is flying off up uh, beyond the clouds, that is. And you're going to make your way there. And I'll say if, you, if the helicopter's following, there's not much else to do except for prepare for this thing to uh, come back around. The Druden has probably swallowed the bike turned around it's coming back down through the clouds he seems pretty pissed off and he seems like he's not going down too low it looks like he's coming towards the helicopter so right. now is your chance it'll be easier to get a shot off this time i think i hope so okay then i'm gonna do a bozen dart yeah i'm gonna aim for the mouth but if i miss i might get the body yeah sure all right not a great roll i'll say you hit the wing <laughs> you, 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 i winged him yeah you winged him a little bit <sighs> uh, Wall, you're going to take a shot? I'm going to spend two brownie points. Okay. And also going to let loose with a boson. Okay. It was turbulence. That's why it was this, the moon was in my eyes. <laughs> the moon was in my eyes. <laughs> 27. Ooh. No, that's good. Um, you hit it right on the side of the face, and it's going to really flinch hard at that and let out a, another screech of pain. But with that difference of, of 12... 
its feet are going to come forward and it's going to just latch on right onto one of the sides of the helicopter and uh, you're going to hear the engine immediately struggle and and you're going to start to immediately bank to the left, getting off kilter. Did we not have time to take a shot? Because you're slowing down now and the helicopter, you see the helicopter, it, it got hit. Let's just say the back of the bat starts to face you as the helicopter is spinning. So uh, Nina and Pool, now's a chance to take your shot out of the back of the Ecto-1. All right, and I'm using Briggs's proton pack to okay. shoot a boson dart. Mm-hmm. Damn, yeah. The boson dart hits it. Definitely another screech in pain, but with the loud cacophony of the helicopter and the engine and everything, Nina fires her shot, hits it square on the back. But I'll say that this helicopter just starts to spin, and as its uh, uh, feet are latched on, it's the top of its wings. The little hooks are going to try to hook onto it, and it's going to try to stick its snout into the helicopter where you guys are and you can get a sense of like the teeth on this thing and uh, a tongue starts to dart through and, and get into the cabin here. So when the, when the tongue's like reaching around, I'm just going to take the slime grenade and just be like, oh, this is my arm. <laughs> <laughs> the world's turning here. It's flipping, you know. Yeah, but like, its face is bigger yeah, than no, the side of the helicopter. Yeah, so go ahead and give me a moose roll to see if you can land it in there. 13. That's like just enough for me. <laughs> so, like, so, so yeah, it'll just go down, straight down its throat. It doesn't even, I'll even realize that it even swallowed anything. And it'll go off, uh, but we'll deal with that uh, uh, in a minute. But I'll say in the meantime, uh, the helicopter is spinning and you're starting to feel the G-forces of, of going down. And I'll say if the, the slime grenade goes off, it'll go off inside it. As it's there, it starts, it grimaces and some slime just goes through the nose, like outside. And it just like just completely shakes its head and it just lets go of the helicopter and just, it just drops away. I'll say, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> So it starts to wobble, kind of try to ride itself, and he's up in the front, and he's just fighting the stick, and you hear the, you know, beep, beep going off, and, and, and it's a struggle. It starts to ride itself just before it gets to the ground, but it's going to land with, with a really hard, like, on, onto its legs. The legs are probably going to bend under the weight of this thing, and the tail's probably going to hit the ground and, you know, kick up some sparks from the uh, off, off the concrete. Sweet. Uh, give me a trait or two brownie points for the, for the hard landing damage. I'm losing one cool. That still sounded pretty cool. <laughs> I'm gonna lose one brains. Uh, we we spun around a lot. I don't. I'm a little dizzy. So Amaro is up in the front. He got thrown around, but you're settled now. Meanwhile, uh, everyone in the Ecto One can see that as the uh, Druiden let go and like took off, it seems to be having trouble. It's not going up very high. It's kind of staying low to the ground, but it's gonna try and make another banking turn one final time. There's probably a minute before he's gonna be back. Obviously, we're seeing this, and we just... Mm-hmm. You can spin around and... Go to it as fast as possible, because we got to get them out of there. Okay, so as you hobble out, Amaro's with you. They're gonna, you're going to just pile into the uh, Ecto-1 here, and I guess, where are you heading? The longest straight that we can to give this would still Would still lead back to the terminal. That's fine. Okay. That's okay. Back windows are still open, so go ahead and prepare yourselves if you want to fire another shot as this thing's coming at you. He's on his way down as you're waiting until he gets close enough to where you feel like you can take a comfortable shot. Let's see what everybody did. 26. Who else? Nine. And Nina? 12. 12. And Wall? 20. So three bosons and one standard stream. This thing, as it's coming down, even with even though it rolled the 38 because you hit it with that much, that's going to take it below zero. The wings are just going to fold back. And this is going to go straight over the Ecto-1. And it's going to go careening towards the terminal. And it's going to land on top of the airport on the roof somewhere. A little bit of dust comes up from the hit on top of the building there. Maybe a little bit of gravel that's on the roof. But it it appears to be down. 
How do we get up there? I'm, I'm just grimacing, going, e. Well, time to go collect. Why don't you drive us towards the terminal and we'll find route back to go. Can I roll a drive Let's to get there quickly? This. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, drive up drive up to the roof. <laughs> now he's recoiled from I'm the desk. I'm just gonna point out. I'm just gonna point out. Didn't he didn't ask for a drive roll. You asked him to roll. <laughs> I like to drive. Eighteen and a ghost. You drive there fine. Uh, the ghost eye, you'll, 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 we'll, we'll see when you get there. Fuck, I know what it is. All right. I was hoping. You want to tell us? You want to tell us what it is then? <laughs> no, you know I don't know. No, no. The body of big this, money, this, <laughs> six nine twenty four seven lands of the hood. And with a parachute. <laughs> parachute. <laughs> Best Halloween ever. Mine's oh. next to the Juden. Hey, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up next to you last year. <laughs> oh, my God. So you drive up to the terminal. You can see that there's some commotion and uh, some people are spilling out of like some emergency exits. There's, there's a way you can get get up in there into the terminal up a couple stairs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You go charging up, go through some of the doors. You find yourselves in the east atrium of the airport, and this is uh, basically that main lobby area where the Hyatt Regency is, mm-hmm. the, where the, the hotel. giant tree. Oh, yeah, with the trees and the uh, fountain. And uh, everyone is like scattered, like it's you know it's like thousands of people in here. They're all scattering, and it's like a, it's a struggle just to weave through. But as you enter the atrium, uh, you look around, and every, as everyone is leaving, you can see little shards of broken glass. And as you look up, the giant skylight is where this druiden has landed. Some of the metal beams have bent inwards from the impact, and it appears to still be breathing, but it is out. So you think it's easier for us to get up there? Or for us to get it down here. <laughs> I mean, that ceiling's fucked already. <laughs> All right, so let's, get, let's try to get up there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, can, yeah, you can go. You can go up some stairs. Up top there, there is a helicopter landing pad, and there is the the body of the Druden laying on top of the of the glass skylight there. All right, I pass my pack back to Briggs. I'm gonna shoot it with my pistol. As you do, the uh, spirit leaps out of it. It's kind of a weird, unformed shape at first, but it starts to morph into something that looks bat-like. The physical body itself starts to fizz and bubble and shrink down into that same smooth stone that you've seen many times before. Is it the streams? Mm-hmm. Let's stream it up. Let's do it. So All whoever right. has a regular proton stream. I will help stream. Okay, you both then. All right, all three of you have it. Uh, you pop the trap open, lower it in, done. Um, and the trap, clo- the trap closes. You've got it, and that's that's that all, smooth, folks. Yeah, that's smooth. <laughs> the, the smooth glass-looking stone is there, right, ready to pick up. All right, I, so we already I have. Pick it up. I think I think both slots of the Buster Sword have been filled already. So bangle. Yeah, bangle. That's right, that's my bangle. next move. All right. At this point, by the sheer stress and craziness of everything that's happened, the glass atrium will shatter and the rest will fall down. Thankfully, there's no one down there. Everyone's left. And there's no 10,000-pound uh, winged creature to fall down there. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, the glass will shatter and fall. And around that time, Briggs will feel his phone vibrating somewhere inside his uh, jumpsuit. Okay, cool. And then I, I go, hi. She goes, hey, I haven't heard from you in, in like a couple hours. Is, is everything okay? Yeah, things are good. We're at the airport. Coming to visit. Uh, <laughs> are you done? Is everything okay? Are you going to be safe? Uh, we have to go out to the coast for one job, and then uh, we're good. But we're good. We're good. We're safe. We're safe. Everything's great. Okay. Call me when you get there. I will. We will call you when we... I will. Me. Briggs. I will call. Okay. She says, 
Okay, please. I'm st- I'm still super worried on the news. They're, they're they're showing it's all kinds of crazy things. So I just want to know that you're safe. So I'll I'll let, I'll let you go. But please please be safe. I love you. Love you too. She hangs up. Yay! I did a thing. You did it. <laughs> I did it, guys. I mean, like, I'm not saying you have to lie to her. I'm just saying you don't have to say we're at the airport. We're heading to the like. <laughs> but I was I, mean, on, I was honest. You can I was honest. Okay. But now she's going to see the airport on the news and be like, he said he was at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, uh, Harold tries to raise you on the radio, and he's just like, uh, So it looks like that thing disappeared? Because he was watching from the control tower. We it's got dead. it. If you need anything else from us, let us know. Otherwise, I'm going to call in ambulance and fire and try and help anyone who may have been injured. I know you guys are having a busy night. Do what you got to do. We can take it from here. So I have a question. Good. Is there a benefit to us having the Ecto-1 at the Space Center? Or can we find somebody to get us to the Space Center a lot faster? We probably could, but we have another problem. We're down a main weapon. Your slime blower is damaged. I gave up my proton pack for you to use it, so you would have your proton pistol but no slime blower, so we yeah. need another we, we need to fill up in everything anyway. We need to make a pit stop back at the... We could get a helicopter to the um, firehouse and then drop off stuff, get the... Um, the ghost in the containment unit, and then just regear. And if we're going to the VAB, I need some climbing gear. The inside of that place is ridiculous. Yes. Do we need the Ecto vehicles? We can leave them at the airport. The Ecto-1 has the mobile containment unit because it's hard to keep Druden in the traps. Yeah, true. How about I start heading out there? I'll start heading to the uh, VAB now. In the Ecto-1? In the Ecto-1. Maybe somebody could come with me, but you guys need to go get restocked up. We need, like, an extra proton pack or slime blower or something because we've got two damaged and snacks we'll probably need i mean we, it's been snacks. a long night we'll need to pick up some so snacks. is yeah. there you can stop by some houses on the way i mean know, in, in the in your, in your costumes and yeah. uh i guess we need up. what another yeah. helicopter probably yeah but, i mean i'm sure they would give us a helicopter at this point if you want to talk to harold he says he can make it happen well i'm piecing out now if anyone wants to come with me i'm heading straight all to right well make sure you put the druid in, in the uh, uh yes. containment unit yeah Briggs is going to start driving with the containment unit to the towards VAB. the space center. Okay, and then the rest, the rest of us are taking sh- a helicopter, or I mean, however we want to do it, to the firehouse and then to the VAB. Cool, and we'll let's ride do that. With Briggs. That gotta, sounds rad. Got to regear, but is anyone coming with me just in case I very unlikely happen to get there first? I'll, I'll go with you. Okay, okay. We're going to leave the truck there. We're going to pick it up on the way back. Yeah. Okay, so LaForge and Briggs are going to hop in the Ecto One. I, I know the building. <laughs> and you're going to put so. the uh, Druden inside. Briggs and uh, LaForge are going to just get on their way to uh, the Space Coast. Uh, Nina, Poole, and Wall are going to wait for the uh, next helicopter, which I say will probably arrive in another, like, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, you can hop in. You're back at the firehouse in no time. Uh, I'll, we'll wrap things up by explaining what happens there. So you land uh, outside the firehouse, like, in the street, but there's hardly anyone out because of all the mayhem that's happening. Like, I'm there. Mr. Book is there. Uh, Alan Friedman is there. What do you guys need, and what's the plan? Uh, I'm gonna grab a, another slime blower and another pack, just in case. We need climbing gear. So go ahead, so pick those equi- pick the equipment that you want now. All right. Yeah, because we can just throw it in the helicopter as the vehicles. But Sweet. slime blower, pack, climbing gear, two sets of climbing gear. Okay. I'll say as you guys are gearing up, I'm gonna be on the phone talking to more people. You guys are getting ready to go. The helicopter's pretty much ready. Before you guys leave, I say, okay, uh, I got I got another call. In addition to everything else, you guys are headed to the VAB. We had that PKE pulse in Casadega. No one has called about that. But we are getting calls from people at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Uh, something's happening there, too. I'm, I'm still getting details. There's multiple calls coming in. That's probably the next big thing. But if you guys have a plan, go ahead and do what you got to do, and we'll figure the rest out. 
I'm really happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, while I'm in the helicopter, is there a first aid kit? Sure. Can I do a first aid on me and Wall? Yeah, go ahead and do that real quick. Meanwhile, if there's any other questions, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. Anything else? Uh, Mr. Book, is he's got a couple ideas. He agrees very much on the earth, water, the, the air. I'm not really quite sure about uh, Animal Kingdom yet. Animal, maybe, some kind of animal power. But what did the one at Animal Kingdom look like? It was, uh, a, it was a giant fuck-off. Like, bone monster. Bone tiger cat. Bone monster, okay. And uh, you fought in, in something in the air, bat-like in, in the air. Bone can be an element, and he seems to be working <coughs> stuff together. And if, if the VAB is fire, he has a possible theory he's going to go check on something and give you guys an update. Uh, I, my first aid. Oh, yeah, first aid. Go ahead. Roll for that, and then... Um, 13. Um, you can definitely heal yourself. Roll one more time to see if you can heal a wall, but it should be pretty easy. That's yeah, no, you got that. Yeah. So you pat, you're patched up. You can raise your traits back up to normal, uh, and then you can take off and uh, be on your way to the VAB, and we'll leave it there for tonight. Cool. Thanks for listening to Ghostbusters Resurrection. If you found our services satisfactory, please consider telling a friend or you can rate and review us on iTunes. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other nerdy show programs alive. If you value our world-class ghost removal services, please consider supporting the Nerdy Show Network on Patreon. Get access to exclusive bonus GBR content like early episode releases, outtakes, and behind-the-scenes discussions. Just head over to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. We're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on Twitter at GB Resurrection, as well as Facebook and Tumblr. If you'd like to report a spook, specter, or ghost, you can leave us a voicemail at 321-209-2020. We're ready to believe you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thank you for saving the world, Ghostbusters. Uh, hi. This is uh, Bill Labido from the Southern Manitoba franchise Ghostbusters with a question again. Um, I would have called Dr. Stance, but you won't take my calls no more since he saw me using the slime lord to unclog the toilet in our washroom. But, uh, <laughs> do you all have any experience with cases of Wendigoism? 
just hypothetically, if you were on a case last Tuesday and you baby got bit by a hypothetical indigo and you didn't tell anybody and you woke up this morning and your teammates Stanley and Pierre Catalano were missing and there were signs of a huge struggle, and <laughs> that doesn't mean you're turning into a indigo, right? <laughs> well, just give me a call back when you got some time, eh? I know you're all on a uh, hiatus, but uh, don't, no hurry. <laughs> uh, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.